Happy Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in to Danger Close USA. Angry American Podcast Radio. I keep changing the title. Um, this is your host, Jeff Kaufman. Good morning. Um, happy uh, Tuesday. Could be uh, Monday. Monday is much worse than Tuesday. I don't know if I'm actually going to make it to work. It's snowing and raining at the same time. I'm looking at the temperature. It's only 35. I don't know what to think. I don't want to get stuck in this shit. And I definitely don't want to stay the night at the uh, the shop. So I'm going to go in determined to work, but at the same time determined not to lose my shit. Weather is so freaking unpredictable. I mean, I literally went to bed last night expecting... Uh, to wake up to be in the teens as the weather man and other weather um, information was coming in it was telling me that we we're going to wake up it's going to be 14 degrees out um, and 7 inches of snow and I wake up and it's 35 degrees out and uh, a half an inch of rain so <laughs> and considering the fact I work outside in this shit excuse my language I'm kind of like, uh, well, you know, do I call work and ask, what are we doing? Because if any of the other predictions I was reading this morning are true, I'm probably going to get snowed out at some time today. But since the weather has been like totally wrong the last three days, I'm guessing uh, we're probably going to have no snow. It'll warm up and be sunny, and by the time the day's over, we're going to be like, I'm glad I went to work. But then again, there's always a little disproportionate of a possibility that I'm going to be like stranded somewhere on some mountain I don't know I don't care as long as I'm working as long as the bills are getting paid I just you know I hate there's two 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 rules to working in construction and working outside one have a four-wheel drive which I don't two that job will still be there tomorrow and I know plenty of guys who have lost their family vehicle or crashed their work truck or did something to the vehicle, the only vehicle they have or whatever, trying to get it to a job in the snow when literally, hey, nobody else is going to make it there. You know, why are you risking uh, your only family vehicle or your work truck? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can replace a work truck, you know, and all that junk, but... Uh, you're going to be without wheels for the next week, two weeks, month, however long it takes to replace it, repair damage, or pull it off the side of a mountain. I mean, I'm just being honest. So I have a little rule of thumb. I mean, if it's if it's nasty out, my ass is staying home. And when I don't mean nasty. I mean lots of snow, ice, that kind of shit. If I can't get to the job, nobody else is going to be able to get to it. It'll be there tomorrow. So, um... But today's okay, it seems. It's just rain and cold and nasty and gross. But I, I think you get what I'm trying to say. So, you know, I'm as guilty as the next person. I heard a, um, a recording of Donald Trump. Of course, the whole I, I actually tried to listen to the whole thing, actually. And it, it's just... 
utterly, fantastically, stupendously stupid. It was probably the worst Veterans Day speech I've ever heard from a president of the United States. But I'm as guilty as everybody else because I do catch those little clips of him saying something and it's taken out of context. And you're like, wow, he actually said that? Why did he say something so stupid? Well, luckily, I ended up doing a little research because I, I got an excerpt off of Twitter of him talking about something where he says, you know, if they shoot me, they'll have to kill everybody. Some little 18-second soundbite. And I looked into it. It was part of a speech. Part of a speech and, and then I watched the whole speech, and I'm like, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it was fucking horrible. The entire speech was horrible. And that little sound grab of him talking about uh, a World War II vet, I, um, you know, it was still horrible. <laughs> he wasn't talking about himself like everybody was talking about. But, you know, when you read it, and you listen to it, you know, when you, he can't read a teleprompter for shit. And there's a part where, he, after he says a, or something, he's expecting applause. He, you know, he stands back from the podium. You're like, all right, cheer me. Feel my ego. And, God, I'm watching him, and I'm like, he kept pausing for these applauses, and these applauses were like, we're thinking about it. Are we supposed to applause now? Uh, how's this work? And literally, that's what it was like. And very few people were applauding him. And then you see the shit about the garbage trucks. What the fuck was that about? They had all these garbage trucks lined up to uh, cover him while he did his little stupidity. And I'm like, really? And someone said, yeah, they make really great sound protectors. Like, yeah. He must have had something, some kind of threat or something. Some viable threat. Because they were trying to protect his ass. Bulletproof glass. Bulletproof vest. Uh, you know, I can understand the president, you know, being, uh, you know, well, the Secret Service actually being cautious. But it was insane. He looked like he was definitely worried about something. Not very proud of the president. I never have been. I'm not a supporter of Donald Trump. But that was, that speech was horrible. It was just fucking horrible. And I don't see how anybody can like it. I mean, it was like, it would take a very moronic person to listen to that whole entire Veterans Day speech and be like, yeah, that was great. If you listen to it, I mean, you really listen to it, he's, he's, wow. I mean, just fucking horrible. This is Danger Close USA. I'll be right back. Huh. I think I just got screwed at the pump. I just pumped gas and... When I picked up the handle on the gas tank, or on the, on the gas pump, like, it literally jumped 14 cents. I, I didn't even squeeze the handle or nothing. All of a sudden, I got a 14 cents. And I go to pump the gas, and it's literally trickling. Literally trickling into my tank. Like, so slow, I literally took exactly 10 minutes for it to, to go into my tank. And I was only pumping $5 worth of gas. Well, I get in, I look at my gas gauge, and it's, it didn't even fucking move. Literally, like, 
I was feeling it, and it was just, the pump was, like, vibrating, but it was only moving, I mean, literally, it took uh, 10 minutes to pump $5 worth of gas. So, now that I'm in my vehicle, and I'm driving away, I look down at the gas gauge, and it hasn't even moved. It's exactly where it was when I pulled in. I went in and asked, I was like, can you tell me why your uh, gas tanks are running so slow, and why there was, like, $14 automatically put in before I even... I mean, 14 cents automatically put on before I even put the pump or, you know, turned on the pump. And she's like, oh, you're going to have to talk to, to the uh, the gas station owners. And I'm going, well, I'm talking to you. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be rude or nothing. I said, but when I pick up the, the gas pump, haven't even touched the handle yet, you're charging me 14 cents. What's up with that? She goes, oh, that's just the overflow. I'm like, okay. I said, why are your pumps running so slow? Because it's cold. Okay, and now I've got a question for him. I pumped $5 worth of gas, and I don't even think I got $5 worth of gas. That's great. I love getting ripped off. I love it. That's just fucking wonderful. That's just fucking great. Sorry, sir. So sorry. Sorry about your luck. I wish we could help you. Sorry, you're gonna have to break that up with the, uh, you'll need to take that up with the uh, gas station owners. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fuck you. Basically what she said. Fuck you, I don't care. It's not my money. Isn't that the fucking truth though? If it was somebody else, if it was her money, She'd be, she would have been freaking out. Freaking out. I hate these two gas stations. I quit going to one. I haven't been one in two years. And it's actually closer to my house than all the other ones. And I quit going there. I just, I, it was like, I don't know. The most stupidest shit I've ever had to deal with in my entire life going on at a gas station. And I'm like, I'm never coming back here. They had a guy that was like a maintenance man who's just like, he thought he had to talk to you. He'd walk up while you're in line and be like, oh, oh, oh. and I'd be like, okay. I'm not a very social person. Like when I go to a gas station, I'm not there to get involved in someone's life. You know, I'm not going to make friends with everybody I meet. I'm not I'm not anti-social. I just don't like people. And, <laughs> and this guy was just like constantly like, oh, did you hear about Tonto? Oh, did you hear about? I'm like, dude, if I wanted gossip, I'd go hang out at a hen house. I don't have time for this, you know. And then he always sometimes had something, he, he sometimes had really something smart to say. You know, a little douchebaggy comment. And um, one day I, I, I had to park my Jeep there. And I, I had permission from the owner because I worked. And sometimes my boss would be like, hey, meet me at this gas station. We'll park your Jeep, you'll hop in, we'll go to work. And uh, I had permission from the owner to park it there. So I parked it there and went to work. I come back and he's like, you're going to have to start paying a fee if you want to park your Jeep. I was like, dude, it's on the way end of side of your parking lot. Where, like, nobody even ever parks, ever. And it's, like, in the grass. It's not even in a parking spot. It's off to the side of the fucking parking lot in a freaking, like, field, on the edge of a field. Far, far away. Far, far, far away. And he's literally like, you're going to have to start paying a fee. And I'm like... 
and this guy's name was Jack, and he always wore a visor. He could not wear a baseball hat. He had to wear a visor. Visor's like a lazy man's baseball hat. I don't understand visors. You're either playing poker or you're playing pool. I, I never understood the visor thing. It's like, dude, get a whole hat. Who invented visors? They're so fucking ridiculous. Anyways, this guy's name was Jack. And one day he said something to me. I forget what it was. He was like insulting my, my job. And I said, you know, what do you do around here besides take out the trash and hold and hold down tables for gravity? And he's like, what? I'm like, well, dude, all I ever see you do is just stand there leaning on shit or sitting. You know, gravity's already got that that, that job uh, covered, you know? He's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, I'm going to say it one more time. Hopefully you'll get it. I said, what do you do around here besides gravity's job just holding down seats and tables? Are you insulting me? I said, well, no more than you just tried to insult me. I'm just, you know, because every time I walk in there, he's either standing there or he's sitting there. He's not working. And he's like, this is a full-time job. I said, doing what? Being an asshole? I mean, what do you do here? So I just told the owner one day, I said, you know, I've been coming here for like years. I'm not coming here anymore. He's like, why? I said, because I can't stand this faggot. Excuse my language. Sorry, LGBT community. I, I'm not sexist. Just... I I don't know. I guess that's a derogatory term I shouldn't use. I'm sorry. It's, I, I don't know. Just came out. Sorry. I apologize. I'm not sexist. I have no problems with homosexuals. I'm cool. Everything's fine. It's just, man, this guy used to piss me off. Plus, my wife used to work there, and he, I think he uh, had a thing for my wife. I don't know. I think he had a thing for anything, if you know what I mean. And um, my wife was, you know, honest and loyal and all that happy stuff, but he uh, he seemed to have like a, a knack for flirting. I don't know. But anyways, I'm pissed about my $5 in gas. Because I'm looking at my gauge and my dad didn't even, that's not even close to where it should be. I know it's only 5 bucks, but when you're on E, and you put 5 bucks in, you shouldn't still be on E. Yeah, our gas tanks are slow. I appreciate you tuning into my show. I hope you understand that I'm just a blue-collar pimple on the buttocks of a humanity. I'm nobody special, nothing like that. Started the show because I got sick and tired of the conservatives having all the airwaves and um, listening to douchebags like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and Glenn Beck and other people lie to this country every day and make up bullshit and conspiracy theories and I said, you know what? I think America deserves a voice, and I want to be that voice, and I know I'm not, but I thought, hey, why, why not do a podcast? Everybody's doing podcasts. Why should I wait? I'm going to do it, too. So that's why I'm here. If you like my show, please make a donation to PayPal. You can use Rusty Iron Johnson. That's Rusty Iron johnson at gmail.com to make a donation I will greatly appreciate it also if you like my show please share it on your social channels I would greatly appreciate that too share it on twitter, facebook, instagram, reddit whatever, whatever you like it always helps to get a little more exposure and speaking of exposure I like to talk about reality winner, I've talked about her a few times in the last few episodes and I'm going to continue to remind people that there is a service woman 
doing time in jail for alerting the American public about Russia hacking our elections in 2016. She leaked a one-page document to the media and is currently serving five years in jail. Her name is Reality Winner. I know it's a little bit of an odd name. People have actually brought that to my attention. They didn't even think it was a real name. And I can see why. But she's a real person. That is her real name, her God-given name by her mother. And I happen to like it. I think it's kind of cool. But her real name is Reality Winner. And she is a vet of our, of our armed forces. And uh, she was working uh, for the NSA and leaked a document to the media about Russia's hacking in 2016. And she uh, was sentenced to an unprecedented amount of time that is really based on espionage, which it wasn't. Um, you know, espionage is what that lady that worked for uh, that worked for the Kremlin, who infiltrated the NRA, was doing. That's espionage. Um, the lawyer that met with Don Jr. at the Trump Towers, that's espionage. An American uh, standing up for a country is not espionage. But reality winners currently serving five years in prison, I believe in Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Um, but if you would like to help, there is a clemency letter you can sign for reality winner. You can go to my Twitter feed at DangerClose underscore USA. That's at DangerClose underscore USA on Twitter. And on my pin post, which will remain up until she's released, there's a pin post, and in that pin post is a link to a website where you can sign a clemency letter for a U.S. hero who's currently in jail. I've heard arguments on both sides of the fence. She committed a crime, therefore she should do the time, blah, 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 blah. You know what she did? Whatever anybody says, I don't really care, but what she did was what I would think any red-blooded true American would do, and that's stand up for their country against a foreign power. So if you would like to help, be really easy, takes like not even 30 seconds. As soon as the link opens, just scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see a very simple and effective way to sign a clemency letter. It's already written. If you don't like what's how it's worded, worded, just uh, write your own. You can do that too, or you can use the one that's written. It's it's in plain English. It's very easy to read. Um, sign it. You're done. Over. Peace. Help uh, Freer by signing that uh, clemency letter, and uh, hopefully we can get her out before Christmas. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know nothing about it. But uh, I don't think she deserves jail time. I think she served her country and she served her time already. And um, her mother's on social media all the time fighting for her. So um, if you believe in the spirit of uh, defending our Constitution and defending our, our vote, voting rights and basically defending your nation and you uh, support our military, especially since yesterday was Veterans Day, you know what? Take a, take a brief moment. Go to Twitter. You don't have to follow me. You don't have to like me. I don't care what you do. But just find my Twitter page, at DangerClose underscore USA. And on the pin post, very simple, very effective, very easy. Just sign the clemency letter in the link, and you're done. It'll help. Anyways, I'm about to pull into my job, workshop, place of employment. I bid you all a farewell and a uh, very safe and happy Tuesday. Be careful out there. If you're in the northern states or in the south, keep an eye on the weather because it's supposed to get frostier and colder. 
There's a chance of rain and thunderstorms and stuff. Just be careful out there. God bless America. Thank you for tuning in. This was Danger Close USA. Angry American Podcast Radio. <laughs>